live and laughing at the 40,000 former Inter Miami slash new Atlanta United supporters. <laughs> Overpaid. <laughs> it's the Vulcan Minority Podcast. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they had a great time at the game. I'm sure uh, no one asked for refunds or. Raise your voice. I mean, at least they got let down early. You know, they knew he wasn't there. Was it? They didn't do the whole Andrea Pirlo. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. Is he coming on? Is he coming on? No, they just used no, that last serve. Well, no. fuck. At least they didn't go through all that. That's true, because that was also hilarious. That was, that was, we yeah. had so much fun at that match. Yes. I- Agreed. Genuinely like, love the Schadenfreude. I just because kids everywhere, and we just sat there and chuckled because he was on the bench and not when he didn't come on. Oh, mwah, it was beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, LS, you're fucking just you know overall nonsense with this. Every time I go into the MLS website, I every time and I accidentally scroll past the messy section. I'm just like fuck off. Like seriously. Make it stop. I mean, honestly, if if there's any league in the world that would have an entire, and I, oh, I imagine true. they don't have a tab, but if if a league was going to have a tab for the one player in it, <laughs> it wouldn't be the Saudi league. It would be fucking me. <laughs> very, very true. And All right, well, Major League Soccer without Messi. Mm, this is true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Messi likes soccer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. That's Thank pretty you. good. Uh, well, hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vulcan Minor Podcast. The podcast that, oh my God, is that messy? No, I'm <laughs> sorry. That was just, it's just a shadow. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I got excited for a second there. On this week's show, we look back at another loss for TFC. Wah, wah. Talk about a case of fake identity. What? Oh, it's so good. Look ahead to the WNT XNT's upcoming Olympic qualifiers and more. And now to this week's panel. He saw Messi play before it was cool. It's Duncan Fletcher. It's true. I did. He was there. Didn't even know it. Didn't even notice him at all. I had no idea who he was. Didn't even, you know, recognize the name. You know Ronaldinho, I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> true. Well, no, but uh, Duncan, you have a, an additional claim to fame in that match, though. Yes, this was, uh, he came on as a sub, had no idea who he was, because, you know, 2005, it was all about Ronaldinho and Deco and Eto and what have you. And uh, yeah, right, some random sub comes on and scores a goal. Fine. Yeah, turns out Lionel Messi saw him score his first ever goal for Barcelona against I mean, Alba Fetti. That's pretty cool. That's pretty fucking cool. Like, if, yeah, if I'd known about it at the time, I would have paid more attention and, uh, you know, sort of, uh, you know, maybe got that a bit more in my head. But yeah, I was at the game where it happened. There Didn't you go. Much more than that, but <laughs> good enough. Uh, exactly. He's just waiting for Messi to sign with Hamilton. Welcome to Mark Hinckley. Well, I mean, I'm sure his cousin's available. Like, and there's room. There's always room in the salary cap. So. <laughs> let's not let's not write it totally off everyone, at the moment. Everyone comes never, to Hamilton eventually. Everyone comes to Hamilton apparently. So hell's I yeah. Just, wait, you know, wait, wait, wait. Kristen. Yes. How much do you love Lionel Messi? A, f- a fair amount. Mm, that's not <laughs> enough. That's not enough. If, 
Hamilton only Look. signs players that Kristen fucking adores. And <laughs> whether they're active at the club that she likes or not, it's... <laughs> It really doesn't matter. It's true. It, it's it's flexible. Honestly, it's not even that important. So still waiting for I'm still waiting for them to do the trade with the Wanderers for Daniil. So you know, give it a season. Oh yeah. Oh, I am. Don't you worry. <laughs> um, he doesn't care about Messi, so Tony won't be with us this week. Um, as for me, I am very happy that Messi finally won the World Cup. But can he lift the MLS Cup on a freezing December night? I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. Now to our show. All right. First up on the show, it is what's been happening. And uh, we're going to talk about, in, I don't know, medium detail, uh, the match between Toronto and Vancouver on the weekend. And to report that a full 50% of the Vocal Minority podcast was at that match. Well, it's impressive. It's Ooh. it's you know like that's that's one of Just our top appearances of the season. <laughs> brains bent. It's crazy. It really mm-hmm. was. It really was a lovely night. Beautiful weather for the for the match. Um, and uh, for the first half, pretty enjoyable, wouldn't you say, Duncan? Um, I would. Yeah, you know, TFC played quite well. Uh, you know, did some good things. It's uh, looked okay. Uh, Terry Dunfield was looking engaged and happy out there. Everything was fine in the world. Uh, it's good times. DeAndre's goal was delightful. Lovely ball. Excellent run. Good composure. Yeah, the um, whole thing all around. Well, moisturized, yeah. stretched Lo- properly. Yeah. Lovely pass from Insigne. Then uh, yeah. yeah. Can't fault what could at all. No, no. Everything's going swimmingly. What could it was go lo- wrong? It was, it, nothing. No, no, no. And then, mm. and then it did. And it, but it, it's it's not that they were horrible in the second half. They were just meh. They were stagnant. And Terry did, you know, his his traditional, which I do enjoy the all subs. I'm using every fucking sub I possibly can. And some of the subs probably should have come sooner. I actually was surprised that Vasquez came on so late um, because I felt like he was one of the few players that could sort of help break things up um, against the Vancouver defense that seemed somewhat, you know, competent on the night. But um, yeah, they just... It was like it was like it was weird. It was like the air went out of them. You know, yeah, Vancouver got that goal and sure things were tied up, but... I don't know. That seemed to hit them harder or something. I don't know. The second half, they just, it was like very, you know, a bit of ball watching. The second goal was, you Mm. know, I I felt bad for uh, Romero. I think he deserved a little bit more from his defense. So, um, (laughs) yes, the second goal in particular was pretty terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He deserved a lot, a lot of, a lot more help. Romero had a very good game. I, he did. Yes. I was, I, I, excellent. I'm I I still can't I still can't like put him as a a rock, you know, somebody I can build off of. I know I know Sean Johnson's occupied, injured, whatever. I'm not sure what he's doing anymore. Um, on his way back apparently. Therapy. Oh, is he walking? That makes sense. Um <laughs> take your time. No, but honestly like no like 
Ranjit Singh is definitely not the backup. That's for sure. But <laughs> um, uh, yeah, he, like he had he had a very solid ninety minutes. I uh, he bailed he bailed out some very suspect marking quite regularly, and uh, yes, he had an v- excellent fucking game scoreline. Mm-hmm. Does not reflect yeah. how good he was. Yeah, Ros. Uh, you know, I think it's probably the first time that uh, she seems was like, "Who's this guy? He's actually really good." And this is like, "Yeah, tonight, absolutely, yes. You've been always this good, but tonight, yeah, he was. Uh, he was definitely a very good uh, player. He definitely deserved better from uh, the defenders on that second goal, which was a very sort of nice, casually." taken goal because like Brian White had all the fucking time in the world and he yeah. like placed that header just very casually very nicely into the far post didn't really give Romero a chance um, it was so casual but, too that's, that's what we that's what we like, like didn't I turn to yeah, you and say did be. he just did he yeah. just casually head that ball into the net like I was yeah. I was incredulous absolutely and then you kind of like watch the replay and you'll see and obviously you kind of see like he had a lot of space like Bradley wasn't marking well, but then you know, no. just watch the replay and it's just like, okay, well, how much space did they give uh, sort of Ryan Gold as well? Just, uh, yeah, come on, come on, keep coming, come, come on, move yeah. further. Yeah, yeah, we'll just, all just the time space in the world. Stand off you. Yep, yep, you want to kick it over there? Go on, yep. You uh, take time to measure that up and uh, decide exactly where you want to kick it. No pressure, no uh, no hurry, take time, go on. Um, oh. Yeah, it was a, a shit show of defending all around that second goal. Yeah, it was incredibly frustrating um so yeah so they lost 2-1 uh but a couple things of note other other things of note for this match um one uh junior hoylet was on the bench um for vancouver did not play which i was personally a tiny little bit disappointed about but probably better for toronto because he knowing he probably would have just scored because um Apparently, and again, because there has been, and I think fairly so, some sort of like a bit of confusion or like, you know, I, like I was genuinely, huh, that he didn't, that he signed for Vancouver and was not potentially signing for Toronto because he's talked about playing here. He's from, you know, the area. He has a business in the area. <laughs> he likes Coach Herdman, you know, like there seem to be a lot of really good reasons for Junior Hoylet to end up in Toronto. Um and I'm not just being Toronto centric. These are all things I expected him to play here. Yes, at some point. But yes, but have you seen Toronto, Kristen? <laughs> exactly. Why the, why the fuck would anyone want to come here? Want to come here? I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But Counter then point. to see that um, sort of one of the deciding factors was uh, to St. Ricketts. Apparently. This is, you know, because this is one of his, because he works for the Whitecaps in a similar role to Ashton Morgan, by the way. So, Ash, the hell, man? You can get yeah, Junior to exactly. come on board? Um, but to be fair, to Ashton Morgan, he, he's, he's alumni relations. That's, that's not true. Alumni. It's not player engagement. You're right. It's fan engagement. Alum- mm, good point. Good point, Duncan. Good point. Ash, you're good. You're good. Not, Never mind. I said not, nothing. It's not future player engagement. It's, right, know, it's past old player, player engagement. engagement, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if, um, if if Torsten Frings comes out of retirement for Vancouver, then I'll be disappointed. Oh, then there will be issues. Mm. Yeah. 
so yeah he's like he he's the one who got in touch and was like hey you should come play here uh helped sort of pave the you know start the conversation rolling and apparently toronto didn't approach him at all so you know what i'd go where i was wanted to plus a team in the playoffs so we'll see what happens there um but richie larea so this was this was funny and duncan i both noticed this a couple times one he got Lots of applause from the crowd, both during the player announcements, when he got subbed off, nothing but love. So anyone who thought that TFC fans were going to be dicks about it, you're wrong. Um, but the best part of this match, other than, you know, the brief shining moment when Toronto was winning and all those good things, um, moments where <laughs> Richie would have the ball and you could see he was trying so very hard to like engage a Toronto player so that he could try to draw a foul or do something. And what you kept seeing, especially more as the game went on, was Toronto players being like, ah, not fucking happening, dude. We know your game. Like literally giving him space. You can see it. If you watch him, uh, especially in some like late in the second half or in the middle of the second half, there was a couple of times where I was like, oh, wow, they're like just literally not even giving him the option. It was so funny. Mm -hmm. um, they're just going to stand off. We're going to be about a yard away, two yards away. Yep. Not going to try and come closer. You, know, nope. you, can, you know, Move this way, move that way, move this way, move that way. Look as if you're going to do this, look as if you're going to do this. Yeah, whatever, guy. We're not going to jump in on that. And, uh, and then he never actually did anything when they were kind of like forcing him to do something. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, well done. Um, well done, Toronto, in that. Yeah, and, Franklin and all. I, yes. Um, and so in that, like, especially as the game wore on, he became far less effective. You didn't notice him as much. You didn't notice the any work, the work that he was doing with the ball or 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 you know on the attack. Like I, it was a there, to me there was a definite difference, and uh, I just thought I'm like I'm like you know other teams. If I realize you should never watch TFC for pretty much anything, but watch for this, you know, <laughs> like it was a very effective tactic and I was, I was impressed. And also, you know, it made me laugh. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Richard Larea makes shit happen. Yeah. Not really. On Saturday, he didn't. No. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it's just another, another, another page in the, uh, Terrible chapter of uh, this TFC season. And yep. uh, one game closer to the end. Exactly. It's, it's, and it's, it's not going to get any better, guys. Just, you know, go to games, enjoy yourselves. Duncan and I still had a delightful time at the match because, you know, it's fun. Um, but don't go with any expectations. It's easier on yourself, it's easier on your, on your nerves as well. Honestly, at this point, like, for the people, like, I'm assuming that the majority of the people who listen to our show are familiar with the history that is Toronto FC. And if you haven't, if you haven't parked your brain into that first four seasons, first seven seasons mindset already, then you're just shortening your own life. Let's be honest. <laughs> you are doing yourself a massive health disservice. The stresses will shoot for no, like just fire into the stratosphere for the only reason that you're watching a Toronto FC match. And 
I don't I I would say it was before the uh before Bradley had had gotten yeeted out of the club that I parked like that early in the season. I'm like, okay, this is I think this is it, guys. This is we are peaking right now in April yeah. or May and fuck mm-hmm. it. It's like just like just go to the game, laugh at the game, enjoy the game. Honestly, that is how I'm still a season's ticket holder because I still enjoy the match when I can go. Um, but like, I don't need a victory to make my day or night. And if you do too, then why? It's major league soccer. Look at how this thing is built. It makes no sense. <laughs> just, just like, I understand it. We you save it for your, your your other team overseas, I totally get it. I totally understand. But for this, it's just just laugh. The sooner you start laughing, the easier the easier it is, and you'll enjoy going to games. And if you if you're if you're demanding accountability, fill your boots. If you're demanding players come over and applaud you as if you know you've you've done a great service. Again, I I I. I guess I understand. I do understand. But if you temper expectations for what they are, um, it's a nice night out at the park, you know? That's really what it comes out to. Did we talk about Ryan Raposo yet? Because he was fucking amazing. (laughs) Like, okay. So, like, for those of you who who are thinking this is a Toronto SC-centric podcast... You're not wrong. You genuinely aren't wrong. But there is an exception. And it no, it's not Junior Oilette. It's not Richie Larea. It's not Sam Atacubi. It's Hamilton's own. Is it Lionel Messi? Right, not yet. When he comes to Hamilton, it will be. It'll be Hamilton's own Ryan Raposo. He had a fucking fabulous game. He uh, really did, actually. Uh, uh, Romero had to make a huge, a big save, big palm pushing around the, around the post. Wonderful curling ball. Another one hit the woodwork, and it was his corner that set up the first goal. Um, that, like that is man of the match stuff as far as I'm concerned. But you know, I'm not, I'm not media. Like a media, but I'm not media. Like I'm like air quotes media. You know, like where. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what a fucking fantastic game. And I'm so happy to see him start. I haven't, I don't follow Vancouver, obviously, but, like, I've just come to, to be accustomed for him to be a substitute, and which is fine. He he gets his minutes. He, he produces. He gets goals. He gets assists. But to see him play, I, I think he did get pulled, like, late in the match, but fan, fantastic performance. So, well done. Well done, sir. Hamilton's own Ryan Raposo. Indeed. So what we're talking about, and uh, we are going to start with uh, another player that Mr. Duncan Fletcher, just by, I, I feel just by sheer, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe like the, the, the vibes follow you, Duncan. I don't know. Um, but you have also seen this player early in his career, long before anybody knew him or he did tiny moped celebrations. Sebastian Javinko. Um, yeah, you, you're talking about when, when he first started playing for TFC. I don't remember seeing him before then. 
I thought you didn't you see him? I thought you saw him earlier on. Javinko? I, I don't think so. Yeah. I think no, you meant I'm... messy. Wasn't it messy? Oh, I meant messy. I did mean messy. You're Definitely right. Messy Never mind. Yeah. Seba. No. I mean, to be fair, very like for like players. Like truly. Oh, yeah. The similarities are astounding. Wizards at their craft. Small. Wizards at their craft. Wizards at their craft. Played at MLS <laughs> near the ends of their career. Like, like for like. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're basically interchangeable. It's true. Yeah. Um, did did anyway. Seba ever win League's Cup? Yeah. Right, honestly. Yeah, good point. Um, so the thing we thought was going to happen didn't. Uh, Friday came and uh, GM Jason Hernandez said that they would not be making any moves uh, before the roster freeze. And uh, even though he's been training you know, with the club now, um, they're not going to... Uh, sign him saying still not fully ready to be included in a match day, you know, squad. So no point in bringing him back for what essentially would have been three weeks, but mm -hmm. dangle, dangle, dangle. Let's just dangle this in front of the cat. This, this string in front of the cats that are TFC fans. Um, that he's apparently welcome back for preseason next year. Um, and that the door is still not completely closed and he's still going to continue to train with the team. So uh, I have no idea what is happening. It would be nice if they would just definitively, like this is kind of why I was hoping they would just do it. Just sign him, get it over and done with. And, and that would be the end, right? Like, okay, it's done. Questions answered. But no, this is still happening it's still just like hanging anyway it's um yeah mm -hmm. so there you go just give him another two or three weeks of training and he'll be ready and when john herdman shows up he'll be really impressed and everything and and so maybe oh that would convince herman to sign him at some point before next season who knows I, mm. ugh, good lord i know good never. lord i know never ending i just uh, want anyways. to find out I want. I, I can't wait to see what dodgy number he ends up with. It, providing, of course, Bernadeski's still here. <laughs> <laughs> good point. Um, good point. I, I I hope it's like, like, like uh, uh, fifty three for his height. Um, <laughs> I mean five foot three. Because let's be honest, that would be sixty three if you were going to do inches. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, and then then the, then, I mean nothing but respect, Dunk. When I say this the coming 10 minute rant about the number that he's chosen, um, <laughs> which will be totally worth it. Honestly, like Mark, like, Mark, why can't we wearing bright orange boots as well? Oh, I don't, I, th I think the I game is like, gone. I feel like the game is gone. <laughs> <laughs> and here I was about uh, to say, here I was about to say dunk that, uh, that uh, I think he's grown past that and he's just learned to accept it. But the shit numbers thing is nothing that he's ever going to let oh, go. Oh, it's, it's one of the best drunken triggers ever. Truth. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, All right. At some point, presumably, where we're, like, TFC is going to get into having people with shirt numbers over 100. I'm sure we'll, we'll get to that oh, point. Oh, God, I hope point. not. Please. Because then I can, I can 
justifiably ask for number oh. 311 on the back of the there, I, was, I was just going to say, wait a second. I, I could I could feel Mark's eyes light up yeah. across no, that's, the interwebs. That's not, that's not a threat. That's hope. Okay. Oh, I know. It's the hope. It's the hope that kills. Um, it is the hope that kills. What do you mean you won't put three numbers on the back of a shirt? I'll pay for it. What do you mean that, you won't? Is that something that, like, legitimately, if you were to ask for it, they won't do it for you now? I have asked. So, um, I have asked in the past. Um, not meant to rhyme. For uh, when kits go on sale, mm-hmm. uh, clubs over. See, I think it was. I'm pretty sure I asked Man United, and I know I asked Crystal Palace because Palace had a nice shirt, and it was ten quid. I'm like, for ten quid, I'll spend the twenty quid to get name and number on the back if they mm. will put three digits on it. And they both flat out said, no, we will not put three digits on the back. Good for so them. I feel like that there is a, there's probably like legitimately a licensing like condition that you can only put as many as two numbers on the back. Don't know why, but I mean, it's also, I feel like it kind of takes, um, it's a little bit of uh, quality control, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Uh, the only, the only, uh, the only time somebody, uh, a, a club shop has uh, would uh, agree to put three digits on the back, um, the tie cats. Uh, I, I asked about, uh, I inquired about putting three digits on the back of a tie cat jersey. And at first they said no, and then they asked, wait, but what size shirt is it? And because it's me, it's a 4X. They actually said, yeah, we'd do it. Because for them it was, and, and this made sense, because it had to be stitched, because they don't do the they don't do heat pressings on a, on a Hut Hut jersey, they had to be stitched. If they fucked it up, the amount of time it would take to reverse it and repair it would be insane. And also the size of it like you wouldn't want the the one digit starting at your armpit and the other at the end of it and the other armpit so it had to be enough surface space for the number to accommodate but um anyway um that's why i've uh tried to independently look for companies that will just sell the digits and uh, letters that i need (laughs) (laughs) you can just iron them on yourself pretty much (laughs) (laughs) all right well, moving on from that to, um, I don't know, s- still nothing completely, yeah, I don't know. No, there's not going to be a lot in the show, I don't feel. All of the things that make us laugh, they're going to make us necessarily happy. Um, the next thing being uh, the uh, WNTXNT um, opting out of participating in the 2023 Pan Am Games, to which they are already qualified. Now, when I say they've opted out, I mean that Canada Soccer has opted out for oh, them, presumably nice. within with consultation with Bev or whatever. Um, so this is this is the reason. This is the reason. This happened uh, a few days ago. Uh, the 2023 Pan American Games start before and finish after this year's Women's FIFA calendar windows. Therefore, as an organization. And we've opted not to participate due to associated challenges with availability of the squad and max maximizing contacts with full roster now i get that as a word salad and as an overall this is the reason we're going to give and we're going to fucking stick to it um but wouldn't this have been a great time to 
play a bunch of young players that don't necessarily need to stay with their clubs that maybe are, you know, in in college or in university. Like, like didn't, doesn't this seem like one of those opportunities? Anyway. You would, you would think. I mean, one thing as well, the other thing I knew as far as that goes, uh, Pan Games, Pan Am Games set to take place from October 20th to November 5th. The international windows, October 23rd to November 1st. Um, yeah, okay, never mind. I was just yeah, thinking, it's, oh, it's literally just so outside you're, of it. You, you're, you're planning to make the final, are you? Are you really? Mm, really? Yeah. Um, but I guess it actually starts before the 23rd as well. So, yeah. okay. As I say, if it's just to get, so, well, this goes on you know, beyond the window, and that's pretty. Mm, yeah, I'm not entirely sure about that, that you're really going to need beyond November 1st. But yeah, if it actually yeah. starts before 20th. And, then, you know, okay. Priestman has said that they intend to be active during both of the fall windows, or I guess, well, no, they're both fall because it's not winter yet. Um, and uh, so on and so forth. So we'll see. But I, I get. Also, Canada Soccer has no money. So although they maybe would have gotten money from going, I don't know. I don't know. It just all feels a little disappointing mm. in that. Besides, I mean, if, if Canada Soccer does something for the women's team, like lets them go to the Pan Am Games and, you know, they've, you know, equality and everything, got to do something for the men's game as well. Do the men get to go to the Pan Am Games? Do the Did men's the men team get some, get some friendlies instead? I mean, if they're going to be spending this money on, you know, sending the uh, the XNT to the Pan Am Games and, you know, they've got to be spending some money on the men's team as well, surely, at that time. To Well, the men have a friendly booked for next month, don't they? Mm, one. Mm. Mm. But also, the men didn't qualify for the Pan Am Games. The women did. Mm. Did the men try anyway, to? Genuine question. I, they, I, I honestly don't know. Did they actually try to? Or just... I, I don't know because I have not paid much attention to how qualification for the Pan Am Games happens. I, I admit I pay very little attention to the Pan Am Games. Like I'm not upset about this kind of being like, oh my god, it's the Pan Am Games. Um, I'm just thinking of it as opportunity lost to a you know a decent tournament to which they've qualified. That's all. Um, Mexico's taking their place, so congratulations, Mexico! You and your gorgeous kits get to play some games. Awesome. Good for you. Seriously. Um, yeah, I just I I don't understand. I don't know the qualification process um, for either team because we've often seen that qualifications for various tournaments uh, differ between the men's and women's games uh, in CONCACAF and in other federations around the world. So, mm. so yeah, I have zero idea. So, listeners, if anybody that's listening to this um, knows the answer to that, we would love to hear from you, Ruchesco. If you know, just like if you could DM Mark, that would be awesome. Um, <laughs> I just assume it's going to be him. Right. Yeah. I, I, you know, maybe you shouldn't block him. I, I, I don't think anybody's blocked anybody, to be fair. I would uh, never block Ruchesco. No, but on. he might have blocked you because, like, you've got that's, some that's true. That's controversial true. hot takes, you know. That's, that's fair. That's fair. So, um, anyway. So, yes. So, just in, 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 even without whatever, it just, it just feels like more, just more fuel to the, fire that is the dumpster in which Canada soccer resides 
like regardless of the squad, regardless of whatever. So really hoping that the two matches we're going to talk about in a little bit uh, coming up over the next week and a half help to lift that um, both for the XNT, but maybe to, I don't know if I care if Canada soccer's reputation gets stabilized. I care a bit. No, I shouldn't say I don't care. Of course I care. I don't like that our federation our governing body for both national teams or all the national teams. I shouldn't just say both because there's all the, the youngers. Um, the things are, are, are messed up. I, I don't want it to be messed up. I want it to be stable and working and providing for the national teams and the, and the, and you know, all of, you know, within all the ranges, grassroots on up, you know, like want this to go well, want this to work, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. <laughs> Lasai. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next I, topic. This one. This one's actually fun. Oh, sorry. Did we? Did we want to? No, we don't want to keep talking about. It, do we? We can. Yeah. Uh, I have nothing else to add. But uh, yeah, that whole thing about it. Oh, you know, you wouldn't want the CSA to look bad. I. Eh, yeah. Yeah. Because I go back and forth on it. I. I. You know. Yeah. I, I would. I would love a sack the CSA shirt. But yeah. I, at this point, I'm. Mm-hmm. You know, image management is. <laughs> really yeah. yeah really a four-person full-time job that should have started about two years ago at this point so easily yeah yeah I mean, All right. well, you know, if oh they look bad that's going to motivate them to do better that, that that's clearly been proven that that's not a motivating factor is it so yeah true yeah, well. true yeah Quite all right well let's stumbling along <laughs> Well, let's talk about something that's genuinely hilarious um, because, oh my God. And if you haven't heard about this yet, I, I'm i sorry, but you're going to want to go do some reading. <laughs> um, so a few days ago, suddenly we got, someone saw, saw a story on, on Twitter, got started getting dumped into group chats about uh, a Montreal... Uh, one of the Montreal Snowflake players um, who not only did he violate his major league soccer contract by playing in a Quebec amateur soccer league, um, but he did so using a different name. And by different, I literally mean by like one letter different almost. Um, oh yeah. What was the fake name that he used? Um it was so silly. Oh no, no, sorry. I, I forgot. I thought it was. I thought it was very close to his name. Oh no, his the, the fake name is. Oh, the fake name is hilarious. Oh my gods. Um, but he got. He was banned indefinitely from the Quebec Amateur Soccer League before anything, any repercussions from MLS <laughs> happened. <laughs> he he got banned from the Quebec Amateur Soccer League for repeatedly punching. Sorry, reportedly, uh, punching an opponent in the face, um, which I just so apparently he was frustrated by his lack of game time with his MLS team that that, that pays him, um, earning more than half a million a yeah. season. Dude, just just West. sit back, sit you back, know, just, just sit Enjoy. back and just. Enjoy the train. Money. I get it. You're yeah. you're an athlete. You want to play, but Jesus Christ, dude! Train, um, take the money, go to the strip club, have fun. 
Yeah. Yeah, we so in Montreal. He, he used a Chateau fake name and, yeah, they... to play in the Quebec Calcetto Soccer League after being invited by a friend. Um, apparently, uh, oh yeah, so oh, they, they, they talk about the guy incognito thing. Um, so apparently the name he used was Nicholas Sotelo. Mm. Doesn't matter. He, but he played, he played for th three games. He played three games. This wasn't a, this wasn't just one match. Um, and scored a bunch of goals and got him a bunch of assists. Shocking. Again, you know, shocking no one, but, um, yeah, I guess uh, they they found out who he was, and he was told that he could keep playing if he used his real name. <laughs> Which is also, I'm just like, like it's just every layer is sort of funnier than the next. It's oh, like, there, it's like, like are, well, so there are a lot of funny layers to this. So, oh it, so basically, if I'm understanding this correctly, if he had punched the guy repeatedly. With his real name, he'd be still in the league. Or if he just had his real name in the league, he'd still be in the league. But because he did both, so <laughs> yeah, they, they, they they found out who he was because he was lighting the league up, right? And someone figured it out, and we're like, okay, you can keep playing, but you got to use your real name. So, but the the incident with the punching was apparently at a game in which he wasn't even playing. He was supporting his friend's team. Oh my god! He he said apparently he was insulted by an opposition player, and this, then hit him. This man's a life and then the game, liability. He was ejected. The game was abandoned, and then he was banned for life from the league. Like <laughs> it's just. Quite frankly, it's one of the funniest fucking things ever. And I just, I marvel at the absolute lack of self-preservation for one thing. Mm, <laughs> but just, I don't know, any common sense. I just don't. Like, dude. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> I mean, there, there's so funny. many angles like to this whole thing. But I mean, yeah, so the, I kind of... Yeah, I mean, it's in a way delightful. I mean, isn't this the, what you want from your players? That they, they're just out there playing for the love of the game. You know, I mean, he's he's got his contract. He's with MOS, but he's not playing enough. So he's he's got to go off and play somewhere else. I mean, isn't that amazing? Isn't that what you want? You know, just to your players to be just so excited about just playing football. It's not about the money. It's about playing. Delightful. Um, and, but then at the same time, yeah, I, are you just like trying to set your career on fire, you're, you're only 22. I mean, if this guy was like in his mid 30s and it just said, All right, you know, I've made plenty of money, fuck it, let's just go and do whatever. I have a certain respect for that. You're 22, dude. Hey, what? You, you, you should be having so much time ahead of you. Yeah. You, I, what are you doing? I, uh, it's fantastic. But yeah, the, the fake names, the, the whole thing. And oh my God. just, the uh, just uh, nothing just in the article there. It's talking about how oh he's got a lot of goals. He's got five goals in one team against a team called Bayer Never Losing. Bayer Never Losing. Oh, I missed that part. <laughs> uh, oh, I, no. I, 
I'm now I'm now a supporter of uh, a team in Quebec. Go figure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think we need to get a, a Bayer Never Loosen uh, T-shirt. Uh, oh, or scarf. Oh, yeah, scarf. scarf. Yeah. Yeah. Did they do scarves in the amateur league? Who knows? Um, I don't know. I but, I, yeah, I hope so. So much about this. Just uh, let me mm. let me let me check let me check the schedule of the loom, and we'll see we'll see if we can make that another stretch goal or something. That would be magical. Bayer never losing. Only conceded five against fake player. Like that's <laughs> yeah, never, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> if I was that team, I would so be making that argument with the with their league. Hey, he's he doesn't even go here. You know, <laughs> this game doesn't count. That's a forfeit. That's three points to us, surely. <sighs> So I, I mentioned to the guys before we started recording that like I'm in a I'm in a chat group in a prediction league with a bunch of almost all British people, uh, most mostly from England, um, and because the BBC because this story has landed on the BBC's website. Ooh, oh BBC. yes, we made it. Everyone. We made it. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting uh. for the Guardian deep dive, but the BBC has it, and so. I got several messages with the BBC article attached. I'm kind of like, um, Kristen, um, what's happening over there? You know, it's just like, I'm like, oh, what? That's just Canada. We, we, this happens all the time. Um, anyway, he has now been, uh, his contract's been terminated by uh, Montreal or MLS terminated his contract for them, whatever. Um, but, hilarious like mm -hmm. thank you so much for the joy you have brought us in your absolute comical cell phone uh matko milhevich um god bless you sir. just, just yeah. magical really yeah i look forward to him uh suiting up for york nine within the week <laughs> so <laughs> sorry yes. york united yeah <laughs> I'm just, not I'm just, yeah, I'm just a little sad that Maybe. his uh, uh, that it actually reports what the name he used was because it'd be like, much better just to you know if that had never come out and it was just well, what was his fake name? Hey, yeah, that would be the yeah, free, true, uh, good point. To go, yeah. I go if if you're going to go into a thing, just, just Maximusin off. Yeah, there's so many good options out there for fake names you could use. Like to to go out and play in an amateur league and punch somebody in the face. <laughs> but his name, it was his name, Maurice Cheval. His name literally means horse. I had to punch him. Maximus <laughs> like, mm. oh, got to punch horses. He just can't stop himself. That's a fact. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. Yeah, mm. that's 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 canon. So yeah. 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 Oh my God! Just fucking delightful. Honestly, it just yeah. It, it's one of those. It's one of those things. Like this is one of those stories that people were just. It's just people, we're going to talk about this for years. We're going to be at like a pub sometime, being hey hey hey. Remember remember the guy the guy from Montreal that like did this and punched a dude and under oh yeah. And we're just it's going to be great. It's going to be in it'll be in soccer trivia nights. Remember this, people. You can win your trivia night by knowing this. And yes, obviously, like the other name, too, Nicolas but... Sotelo. Exactly, because that's what they will ask. What mm -hmm. was the name he played under? 
It's like a Jeopardy question. No, that's Six pub quiz shit. Soccer player for a Canadian MLS side got banned for playing here under what no, this, name? No, this is that's a pub. That's pub quiz. That's so obscure. That's that would never be on on Jeopardy. Besides, it they're not even going to be able to figure out how to say bear never losing, <laughs> <laughs> which has to go in the clue. Like there's no there's no part of that clue you can just like. If you say these other three things, you'll know what the fourth thing is. Like, never heard of Matco, never heard of Nicholas Sotelo, never heard of Bayer Neverkusen, never heard of Punt. Like, it's just, it's so name, name the le- Name the first league from which he was banned. Yeah. Old yeah. Quebec something. No, no, no. What all? What, what what, province? What's the name of the league? Yeah, what province? <laughs> oh, the joy this brings. Oh, man. Although, like, dude, seriously, I don't like. What is he? He's. What is he gonna do? Like, he obviously gonna have to. Uh, would, would USL take him? Why not? Probably not. Yeah, you know, he's a he's a former U.S. international under twenty. Um, but, you know, I'm sure. Bear Halter rehab him in some way, shape, or form. Talk to I'm his sure, buddy Don. Yeah, I'm sure Saudi Arabia or someone to throw <laughs> some money at him. He could do okay there. <laughs> I mean, they probably they probably need you know just kind of like young competent players rather than just old superstar names. They could probably go for some sort of young competent uh, like players to be sort of building like teams around and everything. Fair, you know, it's it's probably better than the average Saudi, and uh, you know, and who knows? Too and, you know, eventually at some point, you know, there's going to be like somebody's going to like, put up some some league is going to decide that it's and Belarus. Go to Belarus. Oh, there we go. Sometimes like, going to have in to a man's the, life. Yeah. There's going to be some kind of like anti-woke league. It's like, oh, yeah, this guy, this guy, you know, he's, he's too dangerous for the American league. You know, they're like, like, crack, cracking down on his freedom to punch people in <laughs> Amateur leagues. Yeah, you can come and play in our division. That's fine. Belarus. Belarus could be there. Would oh, be, that could be, yeah, that that could be perfect. Happen. Yeah. Yeah. Too fucking funny. Um, we did not... Uh, we were going... Anyway, we talked a lot about the, the T-Terrorists Bruce Arena saga last week. Um... Literally minutes after we were done recording, there was there were there were new posts about oh no, the guy who was in charge isn't actually in charge, and someone else is in charge. And then like an hour later, it's like oh no 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 no, he is still in charge for now, but maybe not for long. And anyway, it's still a hot freaking mess over there. Um, if you go to uh, T Terrorists former SB Nation site, which I think still exists, or just you know, if you're lucky enough, you know, or lucky enough, if you've paid for an athletic subscription, a couple of the writers had been like literally all over this for several days. So the news is out there. Whatever the current news is, I I got confused within like five seconds because every report seemed to say that somebody else was currently managing the team, and. We were supporting this guy. No, he was still in good. Oh, no, but he's not. It was anyways. It's very confusing. Um, but the, the main thing to know is that everyone still thinks that Bruce Arena is a good guy. So there you go. Mm. Yes, I'm sure that's the uh, that's that's the, the, the one thing that you can really hang on to for this. Absolutely. Oh, it's the only, it's the only important thing, Dunk. Yeah, yeah. we got to protect his legacy. Yeah, for like, his like legacy, Bruce Dunk. Arena you know, could be the uh, 
you know, sort of MLS was a like Mike Babcock or somebody. He's a, <laughs> he's a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> Why are people coming out against him? Like, oh, oh, that's um, amazing, yeah. Duncan. I that's yeah, perfect. I've I, I enjoyed like watching. I watching. I, I saw some tweets here or there, and it's like, oh, this is happening now. Yep, no, actually, this is happening. And then I just delightful. I uh, I do enjoy a bit of chaos. It's pretty funny. Couldn't happen to a nicer club. Mm, indeed. Also true. Also true. All right. Well, let's turn our attention, gentlemen, to what's coming up. And we have four, count them, four matches to talk about. Four. It's Woof. insane. I know. Woof. I was tired just typing it out. And now Ooh. we're going to talk about it. Um, so... TFC have two matches this week. Lucky them. Um, on the road, even better for them. Good luck, boys. Um, and then, as we mentioned, we're going to close out the show by talking about the WNT XNT's upcoming Olympic qualifiers versus Jamaica. Um, it is, uh, they play away and then they play home. And we will talk about both matches and uh, try and pick some players and make some predictions and all those good things. But first, Let's talk about the pink elephant in the room, and that is TFC versus Messi. I mean, Inter-Miami. I mean, no, it's just against Messi. So tomorrow night, day after recording, uh, Toronto do indeed take on Miami Vice and their diminutive star, um, and they will lose badly. It will be ugly, I'm presuming. Um, Michael Bradley is going to put Lionel Messi in his pocket. I would like to see that except for not a chance in hell um but yes let's 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 make that happen um fine then Sigur Rostad will put there we go Messi in his pocket <laughs> he probably could mm. oh actually we need Mabika to put Lionel Messi in his pocket he could literally probably do that yeah um, okay yeah yeah so Miami has beaten Toronto five times in their storied history. Uh, Toronto has won two. There's been zero draws between these two clubs. Um, their match earlier this season was one of the few highlights to Toronto's season. It was an early, early win, 2-0 over. At the time, it seemed like the absolute falling apart Miami, um, who have since since turned it around somehow unbeaten but, in eight straight home matches but they had gary neville how could they be i know apart? i Tactician know who could genius. ever right um toronto fc is winless in 17 straight away matches hmm. <laughs> that that's that's a season's worth that is literally oh a God. season's worth of the way Dating matches. back to last season, four draws and 13 losses, including losing the last six in a row by a combined score, wait for it, of 17 to 1. Mm. <laughs> Feels good. Yeah. Oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be so bad. It's going to be so bad. Anyway, so they play Miami tomorrow night, and... Um, the the match is is it at eight thirty or is it at no it's at seven thirty because right same time zone. Um, straight lines are fun, Kristen. Um, Inter Miami has also won all three of its home matches 
I just oh, I just felt dirty saying Inter Miami. Anyway, Miami Vice has won all three of its home matches against Toronto by a combined score of eight to two. It's fantastic stuff. Hey, then. So yeah. But that was so, all under Phil Neville. Right? That's true. That's yeah. nothing has changed since then. <laughs> that will make things better. <laughs> all right. Future Canada boss Phil Neville. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Strong. Yeah. Um <clears throat> one of the things that I I I feel like pointing out other than Lionel Messi, of course, um, is that Jordi Alba also plays for Miami, which mm, just I've heard of him. Yeah, you know, um, yeah. someone else. Did I imagine Busquets? He's there as right. well. Yeah, yeah, that's the other he's, one. He's, right? He's yeah, good. Heard of him. Yeah, yeah, mm. you know, it's fine. It's no extremely good soccer now it's gonna be so bad so of out of those three players who are you watching <laughs> is there anybody else on miami to watch let's see what's what's what do we have here oh, miller Kristen. canada's own canada's own kamala miller yes mm-hmm. that's actually mm-hmm. the only correct answer great I find it yeah, hilarious I, that come up with us like just playing regularly with and sort of Messi and Busquets yeah. and whoever. It's exactly. Just you know. Absolutely. You. It's it's lovely. And playing well. Yeah. I, I I don't watch them. I presume so. There's also Harvey Neville. Can't forget Harvey, Harvey Neville. Neville. Yeah. Oh god, that's right. I forgot. That's uh, that's um, my player to watch. Also, uh, this is uh, Mabika's former club. <gasps> dun dun dun! If he doesn't get a red within the first ten minutes, does it does it even matter? Right? Yeah. Like Terry's got to start him, right? Just 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 because of that, right? Might as well. Well, what's he got to lose? What have any of them got to lose? <laughs> Not a there. damn thing. Blaze of glory. Or sign, something. Sign up Adrian Seriu for a good proper welcome to MLS tackle. <laughs> and, you know, Where's your ligaments still... now? <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. But wait, there was somebody else. What did I see? This guy's name, Frey. Just like into the fray. That's all I keep thinking. Also because his first name starts with an I, so I don't know what his first name is, but I didn't care to look further. Um, Lawson yeah. Sunderland. No. Yeah. Well then. I'm just going to sign the odd random people here or there. Yeah, we'll take an entire team. It's only Sunderland, but you know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, go Kamal Miller. I hope you have a good game. Um, what what horrific score do we think this is this is going to be? Four nil, five nil. Like Mark, are you going to go for it? What? Uh, what? Man makes a very plausible <laughs> prediction. Gets one out of four of those predictions right. Thank you, Rain. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh. And here's Mark with something stupid about numbers. No, Kristen. <laughs> Bad Kristen. <laughs> Two nil Miami. 
<laughs> Only two. Only two. Right. It's the bottom of the. Oh fuck! I forgot the name of it already. The something paradox. Those great names. Of of the of the so the curve right, where yep, it goes to the yeah, bottom. I'm just talking about. Yep. Oh, man, yep. now I gotta go look up. Now I gotta go look up all the threads. Yeah. You know. You but know anyway. who you are. Who said it, Corey? Yeah. Anyway. Corey, yeah. Mark Hinckley says, "Put your mortgage on two 0 Miami." That's what I heard. That's that's totally what I heard. That's what I'm gonna do. That's selective as fuck. Go on. Go on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm gonna put my mortgage on, uh, yeah, two uh, nil, two uh, Miami. Yeah. Never mind the mortgage. The house. The house. Put the house on two 0 Miami. So Mac Inkley says, gambling, it's good for your kids. I'll I'll get the spare bed made up for Ross Mm. and the cats. Um, 4-1 Miami. 1-0 Miami. For whatever reason, it'll just be kind of like scrappy and shit just won't quite turn out right, but they'll still win. Okay. All right. The uh, it was called the Undanny Valley, courtesy of Martin Bailey, and we're going to amend it with Corey's uh, as it sits on the Carvesian Plain. That's Ooh. it. Yes. So, so good. I'm going to. I'm. It's. It's. We're going to two for this. Now all I have to do is remember this on a week to week basis. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, after what is almost assuredly a loss against Miami. Um. Toronto then fly not quite home, but uh, to historic. New York's nowhere near home. New Jersey's not home. No, but it would be be on. they're They're not even in the right country. It would be on the flight path, is what I'm saying. It's on the way, but just not quite. It's just really close. Yeah. By plane, it's really close. Ah, it's an entire separate country, Kristen. <laughs> I'm sorry, but in your ancestral home, do you not go on weekend vacations in another country by driving there like it's nothing? Sure. Well, then, nearly home, and you're driving. Mm. This way is a flight. Mm. I am. I. I am. I am not giving in on this one. I am not incorrect. Mm-hmm. So there. Mm. Anyway, nearly, nearly home would be if they were planning in Hamilton. Mm. No, True. that would be home. No, it wouldn't be. Jesus Christ, Kristen. <laughs> Are you aware of how geography works? No, she's not. Uh, anyway, so they go to Historic Yankee Stadium to take on the Pizza Rats. Um, one of the few teams in which they still have just barely a positive record against. However, this is 2023 Toronto. And the last time these two, these two teams met, uh, the pizza rats destroyed them five nil. Oh yes. And that was in July. Mm. But we Not have Terry Dumfield now. True. It's a very good point. It'll only be four nil. Um, yeah, it's. I, I doubt that it's going to go well, but who knows? There's been a lot of goals between those two teams. Um, they do tend to be 
interesting matches at least. Um, and uh, Pizza Rats are also below the line. Now they're still probably in with a shout um, of getting above the, the playoff line, but so maybe they'll be slightly more motivated. Their home record's not amazing. It's not terrible. Um, five, three, and six. But as we know, Toronto are abysmal on the road. Um, so unlikely that that's going to change much, but perhaps a draw. Of the two matches, this is the one in which I feel Toronto could potentially get a point. Um, yeah. Mm. So um, that is Saturday evening. Um, well, also I, at 7. Yes. Mm. Oh, anxiously. I, I, yes. Can't, I can't wait to see what happens. Mm. Um, but uh, we do need, of course, a player to watch. Or players to watch. So, gentlemen, who from the Pizza Rats are you particularly keeping your eye on? Hmm. Yeah, but Jim, Jim is. is that Jesus Jimenez? No. no. Is it really? No, it's Jonathan Jimenez. Okay. Ah, boo. Oh. It's cousin. Yeah. Oh, I was I, I was about to be like, go on. <laughs> I'm here for that chaos. Mm. Um, but uh yeah, players to watch. Uh I mean there's obviously uh Monsieur Freeze. Um Yes. Actually, M. Freeze. Matt Freeze is a goalkeeper. Mm. Well, your backup goalie doesn't play much. Disappointing, really. Manuel Pellegrini. That dude who used to manage a bunch of teams. Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's Matias Pellegrini. Oh, disappointing again. Very disappointing, yeah. All these first names just line up. You know, first initials line up as if they're going to be the, the person you think of, and then they're not. Mm. Well, I mean, Keaton Parks is exactly who I think it's going to be. <laughs> I know, that, right? That that picture matches what I thought a Keaton Parks might look like. 100%. Also, which sounds like a, a fantastic indie wrestler's name, Justin Hack. <laughs> um, H-double-A-K, which is even better because it's just spelled differently. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Suburban Keaton here, or uh, or or Justin Hack. I'm going with Magno because he sounds like a supervillain. Oh yeah, Ooh. Magno. And it's oh, it's Tylus, not Talus. Oh, that's even better. Ooh. That's even better. Tylus Magno. Oh yeah. Yeah, Magno and Zator are part of the same evil guild. Hundred mm, percent, sure. mm -hmm. causing havoc around the world, disrupting things <laughs> instead of conducting things. Yeah, I hear Destro runs it, but anyway, <laughs> that guy, that, that Italian guy. Uh, yeah, could... yeah, the, yeah, the feel. The the one the one that I want signed for Toronto more than anything. Yeah, I'm still very sad that it's never happened. Like, come on, you, um, the number of chrome masks that will be sold around the stadium, and 
he will probably be like, I thought this might happen, but this is way worse than I imagined. <laughs> I'm, I'll wear it for the first 30 seconds and it'll be too fucking hot to have to take it off. <laughs> oh, this was a terrible idea. Oh, no. <laughs> I spent $80 for this piece of shit. <laughs> One use. Uh, sucks. And oh my goodness! And to be fair, at least like Bimo feels a little more out of the sun than uh, than Hamilton. True, true. So true. yeah, let, let's hope Hamilton never signed this Destro guy because you're you're not going to survive even like thirty seconds in a chrome mask no in Hamilton Stadium. That fucking sun beating down on you. you boil your brain. Yeah. Yeah, Hamilton. Yeah. All right. So then, predictions for this match, gentlemen. Five nil, New York. Someone's got a gambling problem. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Five nil. Either either side is just just disturbing. <laughs> honestly, with these defenses, are you kidding me? Someone's gonna be able to retaliate. Nobody's getting a nil on this one. Yeah, yeah exactly. All right, five two. There we go. Yeah, that's better. That even feels plausible, so I'm yeah, I'm 100 behind this. I'm gonna go two all. Same. Yeah, gambling is Mark Hingley says two two. Right, put your house on that one, kids. Who can who? Yeah, yeah, like people can afford a house in this fucking economy. Are you shitting me? <laughs> well, you know, after they win a house by betting their original house on the R two nil. Miami thing. They'll have That's, two houses so they can, you know, keep one and put one on this one. And it's just, you know, you're, you're playing with the house. Like, literally, it's literally house it's, money. It's Jesus. A, yeah. Very presumptuous. I'm just going to, I'm just going to say it. It's just very <laughs> little, a little too, no. little too assuming there, but whatever. Sports gambling adverts have told me that, uh, told me that nothing can go wrong. It's just good times ahead. Yeah, well, guaranteed. Until I get some of that gambling money, um, I'm I wouldn't listen to me at all. <laughs> you're you're the dude walking through the the, the weird like fake electric door yeah. on the adverts there, Mark. <laughs> but that's that's you. Yeah, that's it. Hey, here's Mark Hinckley to tell you what to bet on. Ooh, I'll do that. Profits await. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I th- well, I record something generic like it's like if you want the real tip. Just look what's on the screen right now because it changes every week, right? So yes, be something generic. Mm-hmm. If I could, if I could, if I could channel like an an inner menacing voice to do it, I then I I feel like my credibility would go through the roof. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, until then, I wouldn't listen to a bloody thing I say. Um. I had to stop betting on the Women's World Cup. My God. <laughs> Couldn't set your watch to anything in that fucking tournament. But, oh, uh, yeah. I'll put I'll put a dollar against Philippines losing. <laughs> <sighs> like New Zealand's going to win their first game. <laughs> uh-huh. Poor Marcus. Yeah, no, I wouldn't um, feel bad. It was only, it was only like $3, but still. That's three dollars. That three dollars could have gone to 
That's a down payment on a Destro mask. That's there we go. That's true. That's <laughs> this is cutting into my it's cutting into my football related cosplay. Goddamn gambling addiction. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's turn our attention now to um, the upcoming uh, XNT matches against Jamaica in this Olympic qualifier to get them to Paris 2024. Um so they play in Jamaica Friday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, and here in Toronto at BMO Field uh, on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. So the 22nd for the away match, the 26th for the home match. And um, after a disappointing World Cup for Canada, uh, this is the, what? you know, I know, was disappointing. I'm sorry. Um if you didn't, I, I didn't mean to burst your 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 bubble there, Duncan. But um, this is, you know, a potential the return to to where where the 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 WNTXNT are, you know, where they're successful, where they get medals and they win stuff. Yeah, the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah. Mm. Got to get there first up. Queens exactly. of the mountain. Indeed, indeed. Um, a couple things before we sort of get into um, the matches. Um, Jade Revere and um, Deanne Rose um, have had to drop out of the squad uh, due to injury or reoccurrence of existing injuries because uh, they had both just returned from injury. So, mm, not great. Um, it was especially for um, for Jade, who's been out. Um, for some time um it's uh it's disappointing and it'll be a little bit it'll add a bit tougher for canada just being lacking fullbacks uh alicia chapman who's already out um possibly ashley lawrence could play back there although again i really prefer ashley lawrence in the midfield but hey what are you gonna do um so uh really uh young player who plays for the the u17 u20 um side uh annabelle chikwu will be joining the roster uh, for both matches so that's great and um good luck uh to her uh she is a bebe she's only 16 um and uh I hope she does well. I hope she gets a chance to play. They're going to need her. Um, but she's she's played well for both of the the younger squads, and has been you know has been tapped to have a, a decent you know a pretty decent future um, with the national team. So congratulations. Uh, this is sometimes how you get those chances. But yeah, it is it is disappointing um, that neither of them uh, will be there. Um. So yeah. And congratulations to uh, Riley Foster, who um, suffered a horrific car crash a couple of years back and has gone through rehab after rehab after rehab. She's not on the squad, but I just wanted to mention uh, Riley, um, who just signed a pro contract uh, for the Wellington Phoenix. So cool. Yeah, really, really happy to to see her back and to see her um, playing again. Uh, it's a huge, huge thing um, because you know there were times when it was uncertain if she would ever 
make it back. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, like she, I, like she broke, she broke her neck, you know, like she's anyway, it's, uh, she was told she'd never play again. It's just, it's one of those, it's, it's, it's not just because she's Canadian, but it's, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things where just the fact that she's, you know, able to walk and do things again, the fact that she's about to play competitive soccer again. So it's good for her. It's, uh, hopefully this, um, goes well for her and, whether she makes it back to the national team or not, which I hope she does. Um, I hope that this is uh, a success for her and that she gets back to um, playing regular football. So congratulations, Riley. Really happy for you. And now, and now to these two games. So um, Canada plays, has played historically very well against Jamaica. However, Canada's awfully obviously struggled within the last year. Um, and Jamaica has gotten stronger um, in terms of squad depth uh, and ability. So there is, you know, this is this is I, this one feels a little more uncertain than it would have in the past. If this if this had been a year ago, year and a half ago, I would have been like, oh, Canada's gonna win both matches. No problem. Now I'm like, mm. Mm. not mm. as locked in, is it? Jamaica mm. looked good in the World Cup. They really did, mm. and I was happy for them. Like, mm -hmm. I, I will cheer for the reggae girls ha happily, except for on Friday and next Tuesday. Mm -hmm. But they did. They they did look quite good in several of their games at the world cup it was like oh yeah this is this is this is all coming together very nicely for you isn't it wait when do we play you guys again oh good um and then they also just recently got a in, infusion of cash um 25 million dollar investment Ooh. ahead of the olympic qualifiers um it's great for them because they are historically a massively underfunded team. Um, mm -hmm. So much so that they had a Kickstarter before the Olympics. I mean, before the World Cup. Um, but the uh, Bob Marley Foundation, um, which has done tremendous work uh, in supporting this team, but also infrastructure in Jamaica, not just around football, but around a number of things. As they do, they do incredible work. Um, but I think, you know, obviously built upon their success um, at the World Cup, uh, reaching the knockout stage, you know, they, 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 they took out Brazil, uh, you know, they ended Marta's career. How dare they? No, um, but... Uh, so the Jamaica Olympic Association and the Jamaica Football Federation have also, you know, upped their support um, for the squad, um, you know, looking to capitalize, obviously. So they've got, you know, goal bonuses and, you know, like all the bonuses, all, all the things that you do to whatever monetarily motivate the players. Um, but everything else is meant for... Um, you know, infrastructure around the team, coaches, training, 
um, obviously places where they stay, transport, all those things. So uh, it's a huge deal to see that happen for this team. Um, so you've got a really, really motivated uh, federation um, and a team that is honestly coming off of, you know, they, they've got some momentum coming off of such a, such a positive world cup experience um their best player who was a who you know didn't even play through everything because of a suspension so bunny shaw kadisha shaw um is in very good form as per usual um yeah yeah it'll be interesting and again not to complete not to just not to rag on canada sock <laughs> so hard not to mm. but you know it's not not just in the last year or two with, with everything that's been going on with the fights between the national teams and and and, and the CSA and everything, but just um, in terms of uh, investment in the in the game itself. And um, we are going to see, and we've talked about this before, and we'll talk about it again. We are going to see uh, countries who are now actively investing in their programs who will pass Canada very quickly. And it's not going to take a lot of time. Like, I, I'm, I'm concerned we're going to blink in five years from now. Canada's going to be one of those countries where you're like, oh, we're playing Canada. Awesome. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with what I'm saying. To, just to go back to this whole Jamaican $25 million thing there, has it been clarified what currency that is? Because I know it's like the oh, Jamaican dollar is not really worth all that much at all. Yeah. Um, that is a good I, point. I'm, I'm looking here. I at don't a, know. There's an article there that I, I followed the links in the rundown there that I went to, and it's talking about uh, total $25 million. It doesn't specifically say USD. This is a, a link to the Jamaica Observer. So yeah, it's obviously not going to be Canadian dollars, so presumably American, but is it? Or is it huh. Jamaican dollars? Because $25 million yeah. in Jamaican dollars isn't that much. I mean, it's probably a good a decent investment for them but uh i mean just as well it's talking about like oh there's gonna be 15 million dollars going like to the the qualification campaign and 10 million dollars for player incentives i was like what are you spending 15 million dollars on for these two games um but yeah because jamaican dollar one jamaican dollar equals 0.0087 canadian dollars so that's a really good question. I, that's a very good point. I, I, hmm. So. I don't know if like it just the U.S. dollar is just such a sort of standard thing that all right, well, that that's what it is. But you know, this is an article from the the the, the Jamaica Observer that doesn't specifically say the U.S. dollars or Jamaican dollars. I, I would like to think that Jamaica would use Jamaican dollar as a standard, but don't know. Hmm. Yeah, that's that's. You know what? I actually I have no idea. That is a that is a great. It would be an a, absolutely spectacular investment if that was like U.S. dollars. It, yeah, no kidding. Um. So if it's say it's like if it's Canadian dollars, um. You know that's over two hundred grand. Which isn't insignificant. Um, hmm. I mean, that's really states, interesting. It states in the Jamaica Observer that it's twenty-five million. 
So I would assume that that is 25 million Jamaican. Because usually, yeah, usually they would specify if it was something else. Yeah, like if it was an if it was in if it was from like on the Canadian site, it should say twenty five million. Uh, what JMD? Whatever. Yeah, that, I think I think they, that's what I think that's what it is. Anyway, need uh, to add. Yeah, I just say. Twenty-five million U.S. would be spectacular investment. Oh, that would be yeah. The, that's that's true. Yeah, if it's the Jamaican dollar, but still, two thousand dollars. That's you know okay. It's that's it's the, a for, step for, up for, for them. It's an improvement. Yeah, from what they've for done two before, games. So. For two games, mm-hmm. you know, like one which is at home and one which is a you know a pretty straightforward flight up to up to Canada. Um, like yeah. and that actually sort of like in my head in terms of like money for that kind of thing that actually makes more sense because the twenty five million I was like my god like this can't just be for these two games this has to be for like you know building a new training center or or you know doing like stuff for the next year and a half kind of thing but yeah. over two hundred k isn't it's still that's still that, more that, like that buys that's you a lot. A lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's a lot given what they've struggled with. Like, not to say that you know they should stretch it as far as they can take it, so to speak, but the fact that it had to come from a third party to get them to this stage is both super generous and and still stupid Jamaican Football Federation. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Like, like I'm I'm glad they're being helped out, but that's not what third parties are supposed to do for a national sporting body. Anyway, anyway. I, 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 I hope, I hope they can, I hope they can be in comfort. Let's put it that way. And I hope they can not have to stress about the bullshit of playing for the national team, which has been bullshit for the last probably four or five, four to 10 years anyway. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. On the, the Canadian side of things, that an, an Olympic qualifier, is that something that the CSA has to pay for, or is that the, the Canadian Olympic Committee that would do that because it's for the Olympics? Is this I feel, the CSA I feel, or the cock? I, <laughs> um, no, 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 no. It's, 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 it's a delightful right acronym. No, no, I, I, no, no, signed off, stamped. Um, I feel, I feel it's, like... I, I feel like if if I understand how like Olympic structures go, is that the like the Olympic football competition is still run through FIFA, so the Canadian Olympic team would still get its players and access through the Canadian Soccer Association. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But uh, if there's money to be made, I wouldn't be surprised if there's like a split. Like there's like there's already like an agreement in place as to how much one would get over the other, like of any profit, gate driven or television driven. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Um, in the frame of of some good news um, for the XNT is the form of some of their players that play overseas. Um. Vanessa Gilles having a very good campaign, uh, current goal of the week winner. Um, 
because I'm, I'm assuming it was, of course it was a header. It's always a header. Um, it's Vanessa Gioli, you know, like that's what she does. So uh, lovely goal um, as they won their, their, their opener. Um, also um, Marie Asmin Aladou, who has been uh, just one of those players to watch um, and just doing so well for Benfica Um continues to they 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 beat sporting on penalties um for the trophy for a trophy um the super taka feminina final um anyway so that's great and someone's not uh, portuguese jesus super tasa sorry god it's a good thing my it's a good thing my parents don't listen to this yeah um yeah, <laughs> super disappointed you'd think i'd understand with the accent below the sea but no my brain just refused to like do it Um, i'm I'm, i only interject because i'm i'm training for next month so oh good point good point yeah um Mm. julia grosso uh also uh doing well playing well for juventus um player of the match she scored a goal um, and just had a really good match. Anyway, so we've got some good players and some goal-scoring players in excellent form coming into camp for these two matches, which, you know, Canada doesn't score a lot of goals anymore. We need Canada to score more goals. Um, speaking of, also Jordan Heidema, who, you know, has actually been playing matches for the for the rain and uh, enjoying life in the NWSL and doing well and all those good things. Uh, she's got signed a contract uh, extension. Um, so she'll be there um, until the end of next season, which is great. She's already scored uh, seven goals for them so far this season. The most of any of their players. Again, great Ooh. stuff. Amazing. Um, so very, very glad to see, um, you know, a number of, especially, you know, the expected goal scoring players in really good form. So, you know, they'll be coming into camp in high spirits, they'll be coming into camp in good form. Um, again, Canada, Canada needs goals. And with the loss of, uh, you know, a couple strong defensive players, they're going to need them more than anything. Um, so let's turn our attention briefly to the Jamaican squad. Um, and yes, you, you can just say Bunny Shaw because she's amazing um, and is going to be an annoying handful. But uh, Drew Spence is probably the other player I would say to keep your eye on. Um, just ridiculously experienced and talented and you know amazing so i i'm bunny bunny shaw is super fun to watch and we'll just do things that make you want to tear your hair out uh if you're playing against her but um yeah drew is just she's just one of those players yeah i'm I'm gonna go with bunny shaw only because it's fucking awesome name to say yeah. At the very minimum, at the minimum, it's a fun name to say. Yes, it's it's it sounds like it's one of those names like that's a like a that person is is an actual legend in you know from your community, you know. But yeah, did you ever hear the time where Buddy Shaw climbed two 
of the top five <laughs> mountains in one year. Like that's, like that's that's the that's an accomplishment that only somebody with the name of Bunny Shaw could have. So, uh, but yeah, uh, and she's a phenomenal footballer. So she really is. It's she's so fun to watch. Like she, I just, yeah. Anyway, Atlanta for names. Atlanta Primus, right? Mm. Such a good name. A good oh God, name. who is is it? Is it her? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is she the one? No, that's not who it is. I thought. Try remember. I thought there was one of the players who. Uh, Never mind. I'm just going to babble to myself. You guys keep talking about players. Um, yeah. No, that's not her either. Konya Plummer. I, I feel bad for Atlanta Primus because I'm looking at the uh, whatever link it is Kristen put in the uh, the part in the rundown here. Uh, and what has it got to say? You know, oh, Atlanta Primus. As if, like, this is a you know, player to watch from... Uh, uh, this is the Associate Times, which is, seems to be a, a Jamaican... Website, newspaper, not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, uh, yeah, Atlanta Primus. Atlanta is the daughter of former footballer Linvoy Primus. Linvoy was part of the Portsmouth team that won the FA Cup in 2008. Atlanta scored her first goal for Jamaica before the World Cup in a 1 0 win over Morocco. But either way, she's like, oh, she's the daughter of some like guy. That means exactly. Sorry, the other player I wanted to mention, and I was like, I was like, I'm, I, I wanted to make sure that I had the right person. Uh, Tiffany Cameron, who uh, used to be part of the Canadian program and actually played for Canada at the U-17 World Cup um, in Ooh. 2008, um, but has switched to uh, Jamaica and is now, you know, obviously she plays uh, for the Jamaican national team, but she's born here in Toronto. Um, so I... It you know you get that little bit of extra kind of emotional thing. She's gonna she's gonna know some of these players, obviously, presumably that some you know they're friends and things like that. But you know she's played for the Jamaican national team for a number of years now. Um, so yeah, uh, Tiffany Cameron because I remember you know watching her particularly as well during the World Cup because yeah it was kind of cool, um, you know. Canadian Jamaicans, you know, advancing. And so that was, that was like our Canadian that was left in the tournament, you know, it was like, yes, go Tiff. Um, and also an excellent player. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the other player to keep an eye out. But again, they have, they have some really good players. They, um, again, this will not be, this will not be easy. I don't think. Um, so on that note, Let's uh, let's do some predictions here. Um, Friday night's away match uh, to Jamaica. Nil nil. Reasonable. Marcus. One one. Also, my selection one one. Mm-hmm. And the de- the the deciding. Tuesday night match here in Toronto at it with a sold out stadium. Hope not, not sure who sold, not sure who bought all the tickets, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you think it might be a bit of a, uh, it's a, a concern that it could Jamaican be flavor to the crowd. Concerned that 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 has happened before. Um, yes. 
but uh, I feel like I feel like it, I feel like it's going to be a strong Canadian crowd. But there will definitely be a Jamaican contingent for sure. This is well, one. This is Toronto, and there's like you know massive Jamaican population here. Um, we're also within driving distance of several cities in which there are large Jamaican populations, and it's pretty easy to fly here if you can do it. So. Um, yeah, I expect there to be a decent amount of away support. Um, but uh, predictions for this one. Do Canada advance to Paris 2024? Nil-nil. Canada wins 1-nil after extra time. Ooh, the sure drama. Why. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be tight. It's going to be low scoring. And who knows what might happen. I'm going to go uh, 3-1 Canada. It's going to be 2-1, and then it'll be a, like a injury time, counterattack, everybody cut off their line type thing to get the third. Okay. Uh, 1-1 in regulation, 2-1 Canada wins in added extra time. Canada advances. All right, right so... Yes. We've got, we've got a, a plexal on Canada advancing at least. Hooray. Hooray indeed. Look at us being positive about the footy. Yeah, I'm, 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 oh, not, like, I'm not sure I'm actually feeling confident about that, but yeah. No, it's, no, it's, but it's, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Yeah, like I said, I would have thought it was, yeah, this would be one of those foregone conclusion things, sure. Yeah, it'll be if few moments, maybe Canada will be fine, but yeah, don't know about that. They might not be. So it's going to be interesting. Um, so, yeah, uh, hopefully get to see lots of familiar faces at the uh, home match at BMO on the 26th. I will be there the back of probably 113. That's where I usually sit for these matches. Um, but, you know, give us a shout. Uh, send a message if you want to say hey. And then for those of you that are were lucky enough to get tickets to the panel the night before with uh, uh, Diana Matheson, Rianne Wilkinson, and Amy Walsh at the craft, I will also see you there as well. Should be great. Looking forward to a really good discussion uh, about uh, women's soccer in Canada. So yay. Should be two really exciting days. And um, yeah, this is a fun thing about matches like this is people travel in for it and you get to see people that you haven't seen in a while. And that's the fun of living in a giant country. <laughs> it doesn't who's, get a lot of home matches. Who's who's like hosting that panel? Who's paneling? Who's who's the, the leader of that panel? To whatever the word is I'm the looking moderator, for. The moderator, the question. Moderator, yes. there you go, yes. There you go. Uh, it's Andy Petrillo. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that, that that's worth mentioning, I think. You just completely yes, skipped right point. Completely um, skipped right I did not mean to. Mm. <laughs> I mentioned her last week. Kicked out um, of the podcast host union. <laughs> and this isn't a podcast that we're talking about, but still, kicked out of the hosting union. For sure, and Kristen. Sorry, Andy. Please don't hate me. Um, anyway, no, it'll be, we're really, really looking forward to it. It should be great. And uh, hopefully we get to do events like this again in the future. And by we, I mean the Voyagers, um, not vocal minority. We, we, oh. Our Patreon's not that good. <laughs> you, you should have just let that go. Let people uh, think you're this right. Is a vocal, I'm sorry. I'm a vocal sorry. Minority I... podcast production. <laughs> God, can you imagine, dear lords? Um, anyway, um, that is our show for this week, and uh, this is I. This has been delightful. You two. Um, 
please join us next week when uh, we look back at hopeful Canadian victory, march on to the Olympics, see if TFC managed to steal a point on the road and, you know, yeah. maybe uh, yeah. someone keeps Messi in their pocket. Um, see if another any other players are playing under false names because they, they want to get some minutes and are being paid a shit ton of money to not play. Um, who knows? <laughs> anyway. Uh, until then, I have been joined by these two fine gentlemen to be found out there on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Messy. What? Uh, out on the Twitterverse at KitNerdMark with a K, not a Q, Mr. Mark Hinckley. Thank you to everybody who continues to support our pa- our podcast via Patreon. I'm going to feel like I've fumbled that many times recently. Yeah. Uh, thank you to those of you who continue to support our podcast via Patreon. We absolutely appreciate it. We've got shirts. Tony did a bunch of stuff. You can see that on our website. Find the link to our Zazzle shop at vocalminority.ca. And uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to try not to sneeze next time. I mean, I'm going to edit it out, so this is going to be really weird that I mentioned it here. But if 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 I'm feeling if I'm feeling like we're running a little under the uh, one hour forty five minute mark, stay tuned for some people things. Have, people have expectations, Mike. I know. Why did I fucking True. even say it? <laughs> Anyway, uh, as for me, you can find me on the internet. Yes, the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I have been your host, Kristen Knowles. And until next week, Canada, get used to it. Damn it, I couldn't get to this mute in time. Fuck. Um, <laughs> what just happened? Sneezing. I don't even know. Oh, okay. I, was like, I was like, what is going on? I've, I've, I've been traumatized at... <laughs> as a child to uh, try to hold my sneezes in and I've never let go. Don't do that. Would you like a list of teachers that may or may not be dead by now? Um, <laughs> fucking assholes. Anyway. That's really all that was happening. So we're going to turn our attention to the next segment because we got lots more. This 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 this, this show is is, is back-ended. It's, it's back-loaded, very heavy. There's lots of stuff coming up. So we're going to move on to that. And we're going to go to what we're talking about. And we're going to talk about another player, the Duncan before, Fletcher. Before, before we, oh, before we, oh, before we do that. Um, yes. No, no, basically, I, I was just uh, wondering if there's going to be any kind of musical interlude like before. Uh, oh, basically gosh. Just I, I just need to go to the bathroom. It's basically what it's coming about. You know I've, All right, I've we... planned things horribly. So uh, yeah, just... <laughs> give me a minute. You know what? That's, that's fair. That's fair. While we distract, you know, I'm going to just keep this all in. Why not? I'm, I'm, Why not? I'm, I'm crazy like that. Uh, let's see. What would be appropriate Duncan draining music that is built into Zoom? Oh, God. Uh, let's see. Favorite song? You actually fucking think Zoom? I have favorite songs of this dog shit? Are you kidding me? <laughs> For those of you who don't have Zoom, you have no idea what I'm talking about. For those of you who do have Zoom, it's magical. holy shit. You, I, okay, let's... This this seems dark. Let's see how this goes. Yes, allow. Share all. Sounds like there's something. Ooh. Does this feel like does this feel like peeing music? 
Yeah, it's very it's very soothing. It won't distract you from the task at hand. You know, but again, it comes and goes in waves, so you know that could that could be important uh, if needed. I mean, this, the this, titles this... of these, these songs are just what's, awful. Oh, what's the title? What's the title? Oh, okay. Ceremony. Ceremony. Yeah. I feel I like know. New Order would like a would like would like a word. <laughs> Duncan, this is what we chose for your for mm. your urination music. <laughs> it was delightful. It, it really helped. Thank you. Good, good. It provided just the right mood to, you know, loosen everything up. And, you know, ah, great. Beautiful. It's very relaxing. When you just gotta go. <laughs> Ceremony. <laughs> by Grey North. Oh, God. Grey North. Zoom. That's the fucking artist name is Grey <laughs> Which? Grey the North. Honestly, that's what we should have named the home kit. Um, but anyway, <laughs> they didn't give me that much control, people. I don't know how many anybody how still many thinks it's my I have fault. To say it. Anyone still thinks it's my fault? I want you to know, I would have totally named it this if I could. Uh, <laughs> Point of kids, I was. We were. Everyone was very disappointed not to see TFC in that delightful, uh, amazing sort of gray home kit uh, when we were at the game. There, you know, I was like, what, what the hell are they wearing? To be fair, yeah. I fuck. I still love it. It's still the I best. Fucking, I still fucking want one. I I can't if I I I if I wasn't going on vacation soon, I would mm. probably have already spent hundred and eighty bucks on that shirt. Because honestly, yeah. I don't know when. It, I don't know if I'm going to get it on sale. If I can get it on sale, but my god, it still looks amazing. Oh, it's it make it's oh it just it makes me so happy every time i see it it's so fucking it's well absolute done absolute fucking joy in a kit it's too yes. bad the team's not good enough to be wearing it true that 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 kit deserves a playoff run i don't i'll i'll see it there you go there yeah. the, more so more so than more so than others i may or may not have worked on this last year <laughs> but what you're saying is tfc is is not fit to wear the kit of that particular uh, one no, well, yeah, the pink one. Mine's yeah. pretty pretty appropriate. Very, yeah, very great. <laughs> um, shout out to uh, Aaron, uh, DJ Fuzzboy, uh, who continues to make sure that his kit collection is absolutely up to date by buying the pre-match kit cancer, childhood cancers, butt or whatever, whatever the warm-up shirt was, he bought it because I saw him, you know, well before kickoff with it in hand. If you ever that want man, to know every single shirt that yeah. TFC has ever worn, yeah, that man has talked to. That man is the archivist of kits, yes. of, of TFC kits. Like he's got, I don't know, he's Everything. got, him, I don't know if he's got them all, but he, if there's Pretty a human close. on this planet that's close, it's him. Yeah, it's impressive. 